tonight we have Channel Massive Legends number nine, and we are going to talk about the new announcement with Dominion, which is pretty big. Um, it's pretty much broadcast over all the uh, the major gaming sites, and uh, we'll get into what, who we've been playing and talk about the new patch. Um, a lot of a lot of good stuff for some for the champs we play, and also um, we'll have us. Short strategy segment where we talk about a couple of the more useless summoner spells. Um, <laughs> but to start off, we did have um, over the last two weeks one of uh, one of League of Legends competitors, Heroes of New Earth, announced that they were going free to play. Um, but the interesting I found out of, uh, from the press release was that they have five hundred thousand. Or they had had at some time 500,000 purchasers of the game. And, uh, I didn't see anybody really talk about that point in the simple fact of that's the same number of daily logons that League of Legends has. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it is, uh, that's shocking. <laughs> I had no idea there was that much of a disparity between the communities. I didn't either. That's crazy. I mean, I really see where Riot is totally competing against the upcoming Dota 2 and not even... Um, I don't think they worry with Here's a New Earth. Right. Not with those numbers. And, I mean, Bloodline Champions, if anything, has made less of a splash than Here's a New Earth, which is probably the... You know, there's a lot of also-runs in that group. What's the... Is it God? It's not Gods and Heroes. That's the mythical... Demigod? Yeah, Demigod. Um, there's another one, though. There's one that that just got released. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I can't yeah. remember. It is something. It's, yeah, it's, it's something like, and something. Yeah, and but I mean, <laughs> you know, the, the rest of those combined probably doesn't equal half of what League of Legends numbers are, apparently. So That was very Homer Simpson-ish of you, Noah. <laughs> something and something. Something and something. <laughs> something of the something 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 <laughs> would be the that'd be the EverQuest to add on. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's amazing. The um, the numbers are just totally. Uh, it, it, it seems like an insurmountable lead that League of Legends has, which is funny because Heroes of New Earth was first. So. Well, yeah. and you know, and arguably better looking. I mean, better arg- looking, arguably sound. better sounding, clunkier, yeah. always clunkier, and never had that Dota feel down that that, that I liked. Well, so. game, you know, gameplay always always trumps graphics. So, yep. Exactly. The thing is, it's, it's also a lot more penalizing. I mean, it's a it's an even steeper learning curve than League of Legends yeah. because. You don't have a default summoner spell to work back to base. You have to walk your butt back there and then yeah. provided that you don't lose gold from every time you die because that's another thing. You ha- you get enough gold to buy a scroll to allow you to work back to base once. Maybe. Right. It's like it's that's how the original Dota was, but it's like once I went back to trying that and I remember I loved the original Dota Dota. Yeah. But I just like well, how much easier things have been made in League of Legends, frankly. Yeah. Let's me yeah, focus on other things. And I, I think, as a, as the show goes on, we'll talk about Dominion here in a little while. But I think it's going to even it, that may become the new the new standard. So yeah. Well, um, who have you been playing here lately, Mark? Um, I haven't had, I haven't got a huge amount of playtime in the past couple of weeks, but yeah, I've been kind of I've been kind of trying a few different things. I've been playing a lot of Yorick, um, some Tristana, some Poppy, and uh, some Trindamir. So Yorick, yep. Well, I guess since he he got buffed, he's he's kind of he's fun for me. I enjoy him. I uh, I use like a support build for him and um, just spam little zombie guys or wraiths or whatever, and um, I, I I get a lot of kills with him. It's fun. It's, it's a different character, different champion. Well, I uh, I broke out Sivir for a few games, and uh, it's How interesting. It's 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 interesting. I had not realized in the last patch they have changed a, a mechanic on her. Um, her boomerang blade only 
it, it procs more off of attack damage than it does off ability, ability power. power. Hmm. And I never, I, I didn't realize that change had come about, so. Yeah, that completely um, changes your build. Well, yeah, what I ended up doing now is my, uh, what I've been using in, you know, I used to use like a Mickey pendant to, for, you know, mana regen. Um, but what I've been using now is like, uh, uh, Doran's Blade. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and starting with flat AD, um, runes to get that, you know, attack damage going to begin with. So now, I mean, it's, I still throw some attack speed, but I'm, I'm stacking attack damage much more than I was before. Um, and she's, she changed up a little bit. She's still, I, I don't know. There's still something about her. She, I still think she's a little handicapped in certain ways, but, um, I tell you, the, uh, we'll talk about this in the patch discussion, but I, I was glad to see Malphite get some stuff because I play a pretty decent Malphite and I'm, I'm starting to see some of his, his weak points, you know, especially in, in aggressive gameplay, which if in the new playstyle with Dominion, and I, I don't know if Malphite will be a very viable tune in there at all, but that's pretty much all I've been playing is those two. So I did buy Skarner. So we'll talk about him in the patch too. He's interesting. So, and Noah, you've been—you actually broke out uh, Pantheon the other day in that one game, but that was pre-patch. So that was. Still, so I he, need to. He was still in his gimp style. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was not very funny. <laughs> he was super squishy, and I wasn't getting a lot of damage in, and I just felt like I was struggling to keep up with things let alone have enough time to think about when sh- when and where should I use my Grand Skyfall, which is a really important skill to develop with him. And now that with this patch, like, so his Heartseeker Strike, which is multiple spear jabs at once in a cone radius area, uh, is a lot different. And then the Spear Shot, which has always been a part of my combo, it's always Shield Bash to stun them, Hard Seeker Strike to jab them a bunch of times, and then Shield Throw as they're running away. Or, I'm sorry, Spear Throw as they're running away. But it would never really do that a lot. And now Spear Throw has a lot of damage behind it. And even the Hard Seeker Strike, the Spear Jabs, those also have an increased amount of power. So I'm really looking... And the Grand Skyfall, it summons faster and it drops faster. Huh. So I really can't wait to give it a try. It's, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. But other than that, what I've been doing is playing lots of Sona. A lot mm. better, more fun than I thought it would be. She's yeah, well, that, get like that last game we played assists. the other night. Yeah, <laughs> we did really, really good. <laughs> I just really love it. I really love being able to kill people, and I really love being able to help my teammates get out, of, just barely dodge death. Which there's a lot of times where I can't because it's just it's too much going on. But you know, just with a well timed heal and a little speed boost, get, helping people get out of the fray, it's really rewarding and fun to play as. Yeah. She's so cool. Yeah, well, she's so I, I that's what I got. What, what about you? So you haven't you haven't played anything, Scott? And the only ones I've I mean I've played a couple games with Malphite and a few games with Siver, and that's pretty much. I played I played one practice game tonight with Skarner after I bought him. Cool, cool. Oh, so we'll get into which that. is interesting. I've got yeah I've got some stuff to talk about on him during the during the patch, but um. We uh, we'll dive right in the patch here in a moment since we didn't have any listener mail to this week. But uh, if anybody is interested, they can email us at mail m a i l at channelmassive dot com and hit us up. And let us know what you think. And we'll be back in a minute with the patch notes. And tonight we have. Patch discussion where we got uh, the the Crystal Scorpion Skarner, and there wasn't there was one major um, champion rebuild with Pantheon, but for the most part, um, it was a lot of small changes. It just happened to be a lot of small changes to champions we use. So um, I was pretty pretty happy that uh, you know Lux Auto Attack got a Got a missile speed increase, which would mean that her DPS will go up a little bit, and her light binding is uh, got a second off from every level of it, which is helpful because early on her her cooldown is is tough on that skill. So 
was pretty happy about that. And, of course, Malphite, the rock guy. My, uh, It's not the shard getting his range back as much as I would like to have it, but at least Ground Slam does a little more damage. It doesn't cost as much. and uh, Well, not more damage, but more range. And, uh, and Brutal Strike's a little cheaper, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. But the big, the big change, I think, other than we'll talk about Skarner in a minute, was Pantheon got a huge rework. Yeah. Um, and one thing I did notice, Noah, did you see that where, uh, it says now he, the Heart Streaker fire, fires three strikes, not five? Yeah, it's like, I don't know how to interpret that because the damage has been tripled, but the number of strikes has been dropped from three to five. So I don't know if, that means that the original damage was four points Divided total across those four. out of hmm. five, or was it five times four? Meaning, originally it was twenty points of damage once the whole thing. If all five strikes hut, strikes hit, and now it's actually thirty-six points of damage at its lowest level if all three strikes hit. It's, yeah, it's not saw, really clear. I actually saw that as less strikes that each do more damage. Well, it feels man. like they do more damage because, man, he's, he's a beast well, now. Well, and I, you know, in a certain sense, you go, oh, well, they reduced that, so that means they, that's a, that's a nerf. And I was thinking, well, really not, because unless, unless it is perfectly timed after you hit them with the shield and stun them, you usually don't get all five in. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Usually, so basically they've, they've got tenacity to break away. Before you get all five strikes in on a on a champion, so with only having more damage per strike, but it go faster, I think you'll actually do more damage with it. Just because in you know in in regular gameplay, they're going to break through the stun before a fi- that you know heart seeker would finish its its run normally. One thing well, that it also makes it a little more wow, it's, it's less mana too. Yeah. One one thing I think is interesting, and I've seen it show up on a few people, uh, for a few of the champions, I mean, two specific things. One is the whole spell shield not being broken by various champion abilities. Um, but the other thing is, have you noticed where it's, it's kind of a subtle thing, but it says Pantheon will now attempt to attack the target after using Aegis of Zeonia. It's things like that that... Yeah, they've done are, that with, like, a lot of heroes. Yeah, there are several heroes that that was added this patch. That is, like, massive, um, especially for um, the, the champions that have... that are very fast, you know, that have... Um, Nocturnes like that, for an instance. Because not only are you doing that damage, but now you're they're on auto attack um, right after doing it, which it was, like, something that Tristana used to have with, like, her buster shot, and then it went away. And I'm trying to check now to see if it's back, because it's it's a big deal to have that. I mean, it it makes the ability go from pretty damn cool to you know, super super duper. So, I I really the one that I'm most interested in seeing is the changes with Skyfall. Yeah. All that. Um, because the ring now is a half second quicker. Yeah. You know, it, and it takes a second. I mean, it, you're faster to get, the, and it does more damage if you're not in the center. Right, it's right. Pretty huge because I mean that it does a fair now amount of damage if you land right on top of people. So, but but yeah, but so that's the thing faster. when you see it, you always try to run to get away from it. So, you know, that's that's an interesting dynamic there. Unless you have a uh, stun ready, because if, if I'm full health, I like running in and hitting a stun as soon as he lands. <laughs> right, right. Especially with Malphite, because it's like, I can absorb your Skyfall from a first <laughs> shot. So, um, Garen also got an update. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was interesting in the patch notes, they were talking about how they struggle to balance him because they, either, they try to increase his attack damage and then he becomes too strong. And then they try to uh, do the opposite, like increase defense or something like that. And then He's not doing enough damage, so what they did instead of focusing on his damage is they made his utility a lot stronger. So he gets better move speed boosts, and there's less cooldown, which is really Garen's only with restraint is cooldowns. That's what keeps him from using his spamming his abilities, and he gets more armor and stuff. And so it sounds like he has more staying power, so he can get into the fray and stick around more. 
So it's not a, as much about attack. He's not been boosted in terms of attack speed or attack damage, but he should be able to get in extra hits, which cause more damage because he's allowed to move faster and well, last and I, longer. And I really saw that that you know courage looks like it's it's really going to help him early game much more than it was. I mean, it's five times as strong at the first level. Right. And that's that's a pretty big jump. You know, it's as strong as it was maxed out. <laughs> You know, and that's pretty. That's a pretty big change. Um, Mark, I did throw in here Leona's stuff. Yeah, with, um, and I really didn't see this. I just saw this as okay. They released her, and then here's her adjustment. Right. So they, I think they saw her as a little underpowered. Yeah. When it all came down to it, um. That stuff was caught, co- you know, costing a little too much, and she wasn't being able to do it as often. I think they, it looks like they were seem pretty happy with her, um, with her damage output when she hit. It was just costing too much to get it done. Right. Yeah, I think that's that's how I view it too. Um, I was kind of surprised that we actually had a rework of a, you know, of a, a pretty signature champion. I mean, Pantheon's been around a long time. I figured this would be a lighter patch with. Um, you know, with Dominion talk coming out and all this other kind of stuff, I, I kind of figured this would be a lighter, um, a lighter patch on that part. Yeah. But uh, but Skarner, um, he, I, I, I really dig him. He's got an, int- he's got some interesting mechanics. His um, his passive is his default attack reduce is cooldown reduction for his skills. So if you hit a champion, you get a second off. Cooldown reduction. If you hit a minion, it's a half second off cooldown reduction. So, pretty handy overall. Um, it uh, it does make uh, when I first cranked him up, I uh, the he has a, a dash skill. Well, it's not even a dash skill. It shoots a, a ranged that hits everything in a line, and it marks those characters. And if they if you hit somebody marked, you get some heal back. And um, so I was thinking, oh, okay, this is going to be his bread and butter skill. But come to find out, as I played through the game, it really isn't. Right. His main his main skill is that is the Q skill, um, which is an area effect hit that's real low damage, but it's also puts a charge out there for a few seconds. There, so if you hit it again, it does bonus magic damage. It does physical damage to start with, magic damage during the bonus, and is a stun. Uh, AOE stun, so pretty impressive in that sense. And then he also his crystal shield, which is his W skill, is has a movement buff as well as an attack speed buff on top of shielding as well. So though and those two um, with the with the with standard attacks, those two skills spam pretty quickly. I mean their their recharge rate is pretty fast, so. I mean, it really is having you in there close like that, and really you're only throwing the um, the other as a chase skill or, you know, just get a little pop of health to kind of keep you in till the very end. Um, really, really like it. His, uh, his alt is is unusual. Um, it it kind of works a little bit like uh, what Malphite's alt or... Um, it, it, or what's the what's the one that can pull somebody with a is that LeBlanc? Blitzcrank? Well, no, it doesn't like grab him like that. It's not a. It doesn't bring oh, him. Oh, it toes you. It's like it a toes t- you. It toes yeah. you. Yeah. But the nice thing is, you can hit the uh, the crystal shield, which is a, a movement speed increase, and <laughs> snag them and pull them further. Which which and, uh, I was pulled by one into a tower. Um, so. I was like, they did the worst thing possible, which was attack him, which then caused the tower to target me, the turret. Well, the um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, this is purely cosmetic, but it looked really cool. Was when you're moving someplace, of course, you know he's a scorpion, so he turns the direction that he's running, and so you see his body turn around and he goes. Well, when you're using the alt and you're pulling him, oh. he actually backs up. Yeah, I remember that. It looked it looked really really cool. It's, I was. It's like a tractor beam or something like. Yeah. Well, and I, and then after it 
after it cuts free, you get basically the same amount of damage you get when you first got hit. So mm. it's got a it's got a tag on the front side and a tag on the back, but it's not um it's not very overpowering. I don't think it's really used. He doesn't have a you know a, a slam skill. He doesn't have a he is very solid DPS. He doesn't have burst damage very much. So it could definitely end some turret divers' lives though if they. Come in thinking they're gonna do something, and then right when they're ready to leave, he does that to you. <laughs> it's just, oh. oh yeah. Well, and it, yeah, I heard could... from Kurt that what some people were doing is they get ghost, so they activate ghost, so they have this huge move speed. Bump. Oh. Uh, then they snare you. <laughs> I didn't think really about quick. that because you can hit ghost and the the shield, and it that oh I'm gonna have to change that up. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be on my build, so yeah, I can see that added. So now he he looks he looks like a lot of fun. His range is like I say, he's not very long. I mean, it's literally about the about the range of uh, Renekton's little dash. It's probably you know um, half a minion group in distance. It's not it's not a long ranged attack. So he, I mean, he can he's vulnerable to you know to uh, range harass. So. You know, he's not just this be-all, end-all by any means. That's right, yeah. But but interesting. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward. It's uh, you know, it's rare. I say, oh yeah, right after the, right out of the gate, I'm buying him. So, <laughs> right. um, we'll see how he does. But uh, well, that's a that was pretty much the patch. I, I think we'll probably um. Oh well, wait. It's it's also worth noting that Tarek finally got a new skin. Yes, because um, the people and on it the actually forums looks have asked okay. for that. Yeah, he doesn't have the goofy headband and no silly colors, no leg warmers, and his his character art. It's the first decent character art that he's had in North America. The so the shield looks pretty cool too. It has like red skull stuff on it, and red it, crystals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. It's like wow, you know, that's kind of an expensive skin because it's nine hundred seventy. Five riot points. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe I should try playing Tarek again and see if I like him, and then maybe I'll take the leap and get that extra skin because it looks re- he actually looks decent for a change, which is about damn time. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he he was he was still and people suffering. on the forums just for years because I think the last skin he got was last year, and people are just like, when is well, Tarek and where's Tarek? Wasn't that skin? like the fourth age one or something with the purple go go or the fifth skin? age? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's a war. It's a World of Warcraft joke, but most people just look at it and say that's really gay. <laughs> it's true. Well, it is. He's got fur boots. I mean, what is up with that? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's look like legs. They look like leg warmers. It's the flash yeah, dance do. look. But apparently, that is a that's a World of Warcraft armor set <laughs> at a high at a high level. I just can't remember which one it is. It's true. But still, yeah, it's just cheesy, and it's clearly a joke. But some people don't know the joke. Right. <laughs> Well, we will be back in a moment, and we will talk about the major announcement this week uh, with the whole new gameplay with Dominion. So we'll be back in a minute. The big announcement this week was that League of Legends has finally come out with their here's what they're going to do to change everything this year that we have been discussing for several podcasts now. And that is the announcement that they've come up with a new uh, gameplay style called Dominion, which is a hold-and-control five-node map, it sounds like. Um, it uh, it sounds pretty interesting in the sense that you'll have to hold, a, I think it's all five nodes to win the game. So that should or, allow you... Yeah, or just hold <coughs> enough of them long enough to drain the energy of the other team's nexus. Because ah. as long as you hold capture points... They start draining energy from the other team's nexus. Nice, I like that. I did not. That's the part of the mechanic I didn't. I didn't know. I do think, um, you know, they're they're really talking up that this is phonetic game. You know, very frantic gameplay. Yeah. Um, Games are only supposed to be twenty to twenty-five minutes, sometimes shorter. And you know, the the developer um, commentary uh, video that they brought out. I mean, it basically says that. you know, you'll be buying larger items faster in game, so that means that the gold output is supposedly quite a bit faster. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, which Less time sound, dead. 
Yeah, less time dead. And you start at level three, so that means you have at least three abilities or one ability at level three. It, it implies that there's going to be several items. It's going to be more than just, oh, okay, this will be a faster version of the game. Because, yeah. you know, there are several builds out there for using like Executioner's Blade and some of these other things that give you gold per moment, you know, a yeah. gold over, you know, for so many seconds. Well, with this gold increase, those items are probably not going to be viable. Well, as it turns out, they're actually, they're banning some of the current items from Dominion and adding new items that are only going to be specific to Dominion to make sure that all the champions are more balanced. Well, because one of the things, um, like I was mentioning earlier, I think Malphite is going to stack up very poorly in Dominion. I'll have to see how he does before I can change my opinion on that. (laughs) I have a feeling that um, champions that are... That are fast. Um, yep. Ranged. Ye, I think, will do great. Teemo will do great. Yeah. Um, Evelyn will do great because there'll be more places on the map that you'll have to manage vision. You know, I mean, mid game on the map now, I mean, basically, yeah, it's a large map, but, you know, really, there's some control points if you're able to see them push through there. I mean, I think. I think stealth will make a comeback because of the way um, that's working. You know, there's so many more points to control. Um, I think stealth will be will be stronger. You're right, range, um, pantheon, and and uh, twisted fate will be really. I think will be strong on that map just because of their you know their able their ability to to go around the map. I think gangplank will be good because of his alt being able to. Focus fire at different places on the map at the same time. Um, I really think Sivir will be good on the map um, just because of the push ability to be able to mm-hmm. push these different towers. There's, It's really interesting how this dynamic is going to change the champions that you, you know, that you think are, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if, you know, um, the one-on-one type champions will be the strongest champions on these maps. I mean, Yi's speed is what will keep him, but I don't think, I mean, I think I'm not real sure Warwick will do all that great, other than the simple fact of he does really well on a one-to-one, so at least it sounds like there's not going to be many team fights, so, or if they are, they'll be rare um, to have the whole team concentrated together, you know, a five versus five. So, you know, maybe his attack damage will kind of come to the fore like that. But I can see where, like Cho'Goth, I, I just don't see how his play will be a strength on that map. I'd have to see it to, to, to kind of understand it. But it is going to be interesting. I am I am pretty stoked about it, actually. I'm, I'm ready for, you know, new map out on top of that. And, you know, a whole new, I mean, totally different. Because it's arguable that, you know, the five-man map and three-man map, there's some play-style differences there, but... Yeah, and certain champions are good for one or the other. You know, there's not that much difference between the two maps. Um, No. And um, I'm really, really interested in it. Uh, What's funny is that a lot of people were expecting Magma Chamber to be released and announced. Well, it was announced last year. And we were told that it would be coming soon. And so then Dominion is announced. It's like, here's a new map, and it's not only a new map, it's a new gameplay style. And a lot of people were angry because a lot of people were like, where's Magma Chamber? I want Magma Chamber. You see, you've released concept art of it. I want a new 5v5 map. I don't want to play a new game. I want to play what I currently play. You said you're going to do Magma Chamber. It's It's been almost a year now. And now you're telling us you're going to give us Dominion, and you're saying it's very soon, but we don't believe you because you announced Magma Chamber and updated graphics and all this other stuff last year, and we've been told to expect the unexpected, but all we get are delays. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out it's like they were really cagey, and they wouldn't be upfront about it until I, I had to read through several previews to find out. But basically, Magma Chamber is on a hiatus and may actually never come out because I think one of the producers said... They developed it and they got it pretty far along, but 
they just weren't happy with where it was and they didn't think it was anything worthwhile or exciting to really innovate the game and it was just more of the same and it didn't really excite anybody. Whereas with Dominion, apparently most of the staff wants to play Dominion all the time and the executive producers are estimating that once Dominion comes out, that the player base will split where 50% of the player base, they expect to play Dominion exclusively and then 25% to play uh, exclusively Summoner's Rift, original 5v5, and the remaining 25% to play a mix of Dominion and Summoner's Rift, which I think is, that's kind of scary, and it's really something I want to get Mark's well, feedback on. Because Mark has about been opposed it, to new maps because he thinks it would split the player base. Yes, well, and I, I mean, I kind of, I kind of see where Riot's coming from. Um, a new map would have some variation of play, but it's not going to bring new interest in any way. I mean, no. I really think they, I really think they needed to throw something out there that shook it up a bit. Yeah. And not, not, and not for the people that are playing right now per se, but to, as a differentiator between it and Dota 2. To have it where it's, you know, it kind of reminds me, I mean, I don't know if you even played Guild Wars, but they had the, you know, the zone of control map or even, um, uh, Warhammer maps where you're controlling, you know, you're, you're oh, yeah. controlling control points. Um, yeah. that type of gameplay is fun. It's a ton of fun, yeah. And I do, I do see, um, you know, even in games now, you get the avalanche effect. I mean, you know, at the 15-minute mark, if you're if you've been kind of pushed early on, if it's going to be a win or lose, almost all you know, you can pretty much tell. Um, yeah. It's only if you're even that you know it's still in question. It's either a matter of okay, this is just a matter of time when we're going to win, or it's just a matter of time and they're going to win. And very rarely do you are you able to get over that hump. Where I yeah. think this map will be much more dynamic when it comes to that kind of stuff, where yeah, the yeah. interest to staying in the game will be much, much greater. Um, I mean, you know, I'd like to see another five versus five map too. I do think a lot of that is people that are very, um, very familiar with the game, very accomplished at playing the the structure that we have now. Yes, wanting to continue. To be very familiar and be very good at the structure that we have now. Those are the ones that are. I mean, your forums are usually going to be your most, you know, your strongest advocates for the way that the game is at the moment that it's going. So, coming up with a, a brand new gameplay where I have to, you know, where yes, I understand the skills that my champions, my favorite champions, use, but how do they play in this new mix? It, you know, you're in a certain sense, you're almost having to relearn your character. Yeah. Or, um, and all of a sudden, your favorite character may not be, you know, as ideal as he was on the five-man map. Um, now on this, on the, you know, the new dynamic and how that's going to change. But because the one thing that you know, I'm thinking right off the top of my head is we've seen art for the magma chamber but we've never seen any video of gameplay using Magma Chamber or anything like that. We've seen concept art. I think Dominion will be out before the release of Dota 2. I think it'll come probably in October or November. And they've tried to argue that very passionately with the forums posters saying, we've learned our lesson, we know that you don't trust us anymore, we really want to build (laughs) back your trust, and therefore... We are very certain it's releasing soon, and it's going to be released very shortly after it's demoed at PAX. And it's being demoed at PAX after it's demoed in Germany at uh, the Gamescom, which is the week before. That's actually next week. And they're like, this is final. It's playable. It's actually ready. And that's why we're showing it to you now, because we aren't going to tease you and not release it for six months to a year to never. This is actually going to come out. So... If they make good on their promise, which I think they're under a lot of pressure to do, especially with Dota 2 around the corner, Dota 2 is going to be unveiled next week 
with a playable $1 million contest or $1.6 million contest at the GamesCon con- uh, conference in Germany. So Dominion's also going to be playable for the first time. So the heat is really on Riot to make stuff, to introduce something that's going to excite the existing player base and grow, like you've mentioned, the player base with new people who are interested in the shorter game type, which may have hopefully a less penalizing learning curve and game experience. Well, I don't know if the learning curve will be... I, the learning curve may actually be higher. But I think there will. You're, <laughs> but you'll... You're, if, you, if, you're, if your deaths are shorter and you technically are leveling and getting gold faster... Um, the gameplay, the gameplay just being faster. I mean, the reason why people, you know, like first-person shooters is, well, you're not dead for ten minutes. You know, you're you're back up in five seconds and you're shooting again. It's, I mean, you know, I, I, I have a feeling that speed will will have, you know, will be more appealing to newer players than the than the learning curve piece. I think I think the the heroes of New Earth and and those type of things will be will become more niche. Um, I think Steam may be pushing too close to the original Dota to incorporate that the new um, less ingrained client base that didn't play the mod from Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I think it's brilliant marketing if they putting it out exactly the same time that Dota's, you know, getting, <laughs> you know, getting presented to the, you know, because you're like, yeah, we have the same gameplay as that already. We've had it for two years. It's fun. We've got 15 million users. We're building this. We're going beyond what they're putting out right now. You know, I mean, it's, um, I, I think it's, Which a I think it's a lot idea. more compelling than Dota 2's offer. Like, oh. If you help your fellow players learn how to play, we'll give you points, and you can make videos. And like, I could give a crap about that. Well, and in this is this is you know sort of a niche gaming uh, genre anyway. Everybody yeah. in this, you know, most of the players in this genre don't want that level of help. <laughs> they yeah. just they just don't. Um, you know, it's like I already get harassed enough with with people telling me how to play. I don't want to encourage more people to tell me how to play. Yeah. I mean, it's um, I I'm really concerned with how are they going to monetize it. I mean, you know, they're coming out with basically. I mean, I, from what I understood, it's all the original characters from Dota to start with. So yeah. it's not like a you know, a smaller set, and we're going to expand it out and re-release, re-envisioned of all these originals. They're supposed to all be there at once. So, you know, I mean, I know there'll be, if it's Steam, there'll be some type of upfront cost, but, you know, is it just skins? Is it is it gameplay items? How is that, you know, there's, there's really not a whole lot just, of talk. Yeah, I think they'll just follow the League of Legends model, frankly, because it's the one that's been proven to be yeah. successful. Exactly. Well, but I mean, you know, what they're going to have a how many champions are they supposed to have at start? Is it I, mean, I thought it was a huge number. It's like 60 to 80 mm-hmm. probably. All your favorites. <laughs> now, of course, they may do it kind of like League of Legends in that Okay, here's the list. If you buy the game, you get 5. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And um now I think if it was that if 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 I was in the marketing group, I wouldn't say, "Okay, here are our five recommended champions." I would say, "You can pick five champions. You know, pick the five you want to pick, or something mm-hmm. along those lines." If you're going to do it, and then let the the remainder of them be open for, uh, you know, for purchase or whatever. That's the only way I can see them doing it. So, um, Mark, unless they go, back. and I'm back. I don't want to tension too far off, Scott. Before I. I, we've missed a chance to ask Mark my earlier question. So I was mentioning that the Riot employees or the director or somebody, creative director, was saying that once Dominion is released, they anticipate 50% of the player base will play Dominion exclusively. 25% will play the original Summoner's Rift game mode exclusively. And the, a final 25% will play a mix of Dominion 
and the original Summoner's Rift. What do you think about that? Because before when we've talked about having new maps added to the game, you've been resistant or reluctant to embrace that because you're worried about the player base being fractured or split. First of all, do you think that that's something, does that, is that something you still, that still concerns you given the player numbers that we know now? And second of all, do you think those numbers are overly optimistic or do you think they're really, they're, they're right on? I think they're overly optimistic in favor of Dominion. I think the way it plays with the control points and everything is, is a cool, um, variation. The fact that the matches will be limited to whatever, 20 minutes or whatever, and it'll, you know, an accelerated pace will be, it'll be fun and all, but, you know, so's the 3v3 map, and that doesn't, certainly isn't where almost everyone is right now, so, um, you know, I, I think it'll, I think it'll, I think a lot of us will check it out and play it, but I think part of why we like the, the genre is we like the, the traditional three corridor, you know, push things, so, I think it'll, it'll be kind of like a thing where everybody kind of jumps on it and, figures it out, and then um, people will make their decision, you know, what, what am I feeling like playing? Do I want a long-running match right now that's a traditional corridor battle, or do I want to do Dominion because I only have 20 minutes or, or whatever? And, you know, some people, yeah, they'll totally love it, but I think in general it won't be 50% or anything like that. I, I, I don't see that happening. I don't know. See, the reason why I think the three-man doesn't get played near as much is it's not different enough from the five-man. I think it's kind of different. I, I just think... Well, I mean, I think... No, I think it is different. I think it's not different enough. It's the only to, place where you ever see anyone play Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't yeah, know. It's, I, it's, see, I think I there's a limit, a much more limited set of champions that can play 3v3 effectively. Right. Yeah. No, I would agree with that, yeah. Yeah. But I don't which know. Which limits what you can do on the game map, which I think limits how many people want to play it. But one thing you said, Noah, the player base, yeah, with that huge of a player base, I'm not too worried about matchmaking at this point. They can do whatever. They could they could fracture it into four different super popular variants, and I don't think it would matter at this point. It's just got so many players, it's it's easy. Well, and, I mean, if, if tonight's, when I logged in to purchase Skarner was any example, I was uh, I had a 20-minute queue. Wow. maybe I, I had a 16-minute last night. Holy yeah. Cow. That's huge. I have no yeah, I was. I mean, like, I was uh, pretty shocked with the with the. T- I mean, it was like I'm I'm fourteen thousand in the queue to log in. You know, so I was like, oh, really? Wow. wow. Okay. Let yeah. me go get something to eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's just a good thing in general that they're coming up with this new variant, and I think it'll I think it'll be a big hit. Well, we will uh, we will definitely have some exclusive talk about it after Noah and I get to play it. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, so awesome. Um, that makes that makes the trip almost worth it. Just so we may not talk about it at all, so Mark just doesn't hear about it. So. Mm. <laughs> maybe maybe you'll get an interview with the Riot guys again. They're so cool. You never know. Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment, and we will talk about two of the more useless summer spells and what we should do about it. So we'll be back in a minute. We are going to talk in our strategy segment about two of the more reviled, since they both start with R, um, useless summoner spells that are out there. And maybe there is a... uh, there's a replacement. Maybe they can be changed up a little bit to make them more viable. The two that seem to be getting the most disdain are Revive, which I think is universally abused, and then Rally, which um, to a lesser extent, but to the same, you know, almost to the same point in that it's particularly ineffective. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do think almost all other summoner spells, even if they're not uh, I, I still think it's arguable that Flash is probably the strongest, if used correctly. But all of the others do have utility that could you could argue their their inclusion. Um, I think a lot of people knock on heal, but I mean the fact of the matter is, it heals you. It 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 does something. Um, you know, yeah, it's seen as a noob thing and da 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 da, but. But it it has a function within the game, and it 
accomplishes that function. And there are plenty of times where I've seen somebody tower dive and, you know, some quote unquote noob has heal and he survives the tower dive just because he has that one skill. To me, that makes it useful. Um, now revive to me, I think is ridiculous. <laughs> what do you really mean? I, th- I, th- I think it's a joke. I, th- I don't think it should be in there at all. Well, first um, off, it, is, it assumes that you'll die, which nobody wants to think about that, right? Well, and the other piece of it is it, it, it pops you back up at the base. You know, so it, it basically you, it, it's, it zeroes out your timer. Oh, thanks. That's, you know, if, if we're going to make it something, make it where it works like Guardian Angel or uh, Zeline's alt or something like that, where it's a, it is a true pop, I'm back alive. Mm-hmm. Now, if you give me that, I might use it. Because that, I mean... Uh, surprise, you know, bitches! Yeah. You know? I mean, that would be, to me, that would make it viable. Um, that's I, To me, that's the only change that you could make to it that would make it worth it. Because then it then it's not a... I'm looking for a, a die. It's... I can use it. I can tower dive right under the tower and then pop back right back up and kill you again. You know what I mean? I mean, it is, um, I think, I think they should change it to where it's an instant revive. I mean, it's, I'm back up at full strength, full bars. I mean, you know, put a huge gigantic timer on it. Um, you know, make it be four minutes, five minutes, whatever you want it to be. But, you know, a, just a total, I'm instantly back full strength wherever I fell, to me, would be the only way it could be changed to make it viable. Yeah, I agree. I Noah, do you run it? Do you ever run Revive? <laughs> I think when I, I was playing my very first games, I did. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, this doesn't do enough for me, and I moved on to other spells. Yeah, I, I don't even run it in my... You know, occasionally I'll put a joke summoner spells, like I'll, I'll run uh, Rally and Fortify. Um, you know, just, um, Fortify has actually has some use. I, I still yeah. want to see every per, I, I want to see a five man team with everybody having Fortify on it just to see how, how tanky does that make your towers. But, um, I mean, I think over Skype, if we had all five of us, a five man game, we all were throwing it and we round robin who threw it every time the tower was under. I mean, I think that would just be ideal. Um, I, now, with all that being said, I really think, I really think rally could be fixed. Um, I, I think the skill has, I mean, the spell has potential. Um, I really just don't, I just don't see its effect when I use it in game. I used to run it with Sivir a little bit, but it just never seemed to, to make a difference. Um, Did y'all find the same thing? Mark? I think Mark has left us again. Oh. Oh, it happens. I mean, it, I think, I think if they boosted the, the health increase or may, or put an attack rate speed buff on it or something like that, um, it'd be much more viable. Than it is. Yeah, you know, I, I've never used it because even just the description, it doesn't even make sense what the hell it's going to do, let alone the benefit. doesn't sound compelling enough to use it, so it's just, it's so funny. Were you playing some games with us when somebody kept picking Rally? I know I've, done, no. I've had it happen recently. Um, like, I don't know if we did or not. Um, I don't think so. I've been in some games in the last week where there's somebody who would pick Rally and we just mocked him for like, oh, it's going to make a difference because he was lecturing us. Why are you doing this? Don't do that. Da, da, da. Like, yeah, because we need rally cast. That's what's going to make everything better. Ah, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, it, it just doesn't do enough. Yeah. I mean, to, even if, I'm not saying that it's not, that it's not doing something. It's just what it does is ineffective. It makes no difference. Yeah. So it is a waste of a summoner spell. At the end um, of the day, these are just spells that you use while you're leveling up your first 10 levels before you can finally have something like Flash, which is the last of the summoner spells you acquire. 
Yeah, I really, but I mean, there's so few. I don't think there should be any GIMP spells. They should change these so that they're better. I agree. Be nice. Um, and I think both of them could be fixed. Like I say, I think if Revive was a instant re, you know, I'm at full health, full mana, I popped right back up where I was with an incredibly long cooldown to where I could do it, you know, it couldn't be abused. Yeah. Would, that might be worth using sometimes. Um, and you could do Rally, you could, I mean, you could make Rally be impressive. Um, I always saw it as, um, in, uh, Lord of the Rings, the captain always had a banner. Mm-hmm. There, it's his, his pet always carried a banner and that banner gave you an active buff and that buff made a difference. I, I, I kind of see Rally should be the same way. You're planting a flag in the ground and it should inspire in some way. So it should give a tangible benefit for the amount of time it's there. I mean, it should be yeah. one of those things where the enemy team does not want to go into its zone of effect and attack something because they're going to be that much stronger in it. Yeah. I, it's ridiculous the way it is now. It's just a joke. So anyway, um, not much of a strategy segment there. We were basically talking about how these should not be put into your into your... <laughs> Into your list, so the strategy is don't use these. No. <laughs> if you do, you will be mocked. So, well, um, we'll chalk another one up to the books, and we will we'll be back in a couple weeks, right before Noah and I go to PAX. Yes, I'm so ready. And yeah, we will. Once we come back, we will most definitely have some insights on what Dominion's going to be like. I'm uh, I am so looking forward to being able to play that. Well, yeah, we uh, maybe Noah will be, I mean, uh, Mark will be back here sometime, but we will see you all next week. Yeah, send in your feedback to mail at channelmaster.com. Good night, guys. <laughs>